Welcome to episode 157 of the Black in Fashion Podcast, yes. okay? I got Oyinka with me today. Oyinka. Uh, yeah, Oyinka. <laughs> <laughs> I missed, did I mess it up that you, you just missed the end, girl. So, man. <laughs> you just pissed me off. <laughs> this is going to be a good one, y'all. So. Mm, I have to have fun so yes, yes, we do. Okay. So, first of all, I want to say, like, of course, sitting in your black nose, guys. Come on, because your earrings. Yes, that, that's yes, girl. Yes, come on, earrings. Come on, draw in. Girl, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Hello, like, old, old, don't ever hurt nobody. Right. Don't ever hurt nobody, right? So I want to make sure you guys are sitting in your black nose. We want to hear from you. Like, we want you to send in, like, any challenges or any obstacle you're having so that we can, of course, address any issues that you're having. And, of course, we want you to send in your IMBNF campaigns. What does it mean to be black in fashion to you? So... You know I met this beauty. What? Um, Lindsay Purple. No, Lindsay Peoples. Peoples yeah. Yes, with mm-hmm. her black and fashion um, article. Oh, yes. You like know, five years. Yes. Three years, five years of So that article, that article came out right before I started this podcast. So I literally was like doing like my little outlines and stuff like that, yeah. like getting this podcast yeah. started. And that damn article came out, and I was like, wow. To me, it was a sign. Oh. Definitely. It was a sign. I was like, yeah. you got to do this. Like, this black in fashion article, you got to right. do this. Right. So, And I had been thinking about it a long time, but right. that article for me was confirmation. And I think my first couple episodes, I dissect a lot of those different inserts from different people. Mm-hmm. And I was posting them on our podcast page in the beginning, just like the little ones, like, yeah. like screenshotting a lot of the anonymous ones and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah it definitely, definitely inspired me, okay? So we actually, and I we met at the article. Black Their Fashion event. Yes. Right. Black at the Black Fashion, fashion event. Yes. yes. And it was so good. <laughs> right. Ooh. And we met at a Black and Fashion event. Yes. <laughs> okay. And you told me like you was in, you was doing fashion, but yes. then you kind of like pivoted to marketing. So Ooh, I want to learn a little bit about your journey, like where you're from, yes. a little bit about like how you guys started in your career, mm-hmm. where you went to school at. So let us in. Let us know what's up. So Nigerian, first of all, hey, through now. and through, Lagos, Nigeria. Shout out to us. Yes. Take um, me back with you when you go. <laughs> but raised in the States and, um, um, lived in Brooklyn, then moved to Queens when I was in middle school. Okay. And but I still did. I still finished middle school in Brooklyn. Okay. And then I did high school in because once you're from Brooklyn, you you just you already you. I mean, I'm ever from Brooklyn. I mean, I only been in New York ten years, so ah! I'm still making my way. But I've been living in Brooklyn for a while now. All right. <laughs> so, I lived in Harlem too, and I lived in Long Island, and I lived in the Bronx. Wait, where were you before New York? Chicago. I'm born and raised in Chicago. Okay, because there's an accent, and I'm like, yeah. that's not a New York accent. Oh, I'm no. I'm just like, what is that? No, that's, that's a Midwest, girl. Ah! That's a Midwest accent. Okay. By way of family from Mississippi, but Come I'm from now. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so then I did high school in Brooklyn also. Um, I went to Maxwell, which is in East New York, and then I did college in Queens. I went okay. to York. It's okay. I don't just... <laughs> let me not say that. Let me... The thing is, I don't dislike York. It's just, I feel like I could have gotten more out of college if I just went to another school that had more creative okay. offerings. I feel like York is good for uh, someone who is, I don't know, not me. So, <laughs> but I made the best out of it. Yeah. So, like, I had I an did... issue like that too. I went to NIU, it wasn't creative. I transferred to Columbia, which was more creative. So, I literally mm. had to leave because it wasn't given what it needed to give. It gave the college mm. experience, mm. living in the dorms, all that bullshit. Girl, I wanted to live in a dorm so bad. I was living in a dorm so bad, and you I did it. Tell me I was I, not gonna live in a dorm. And I did it for that first year, and I was Ooh. like, oh, 
But hell no. Nah. I didn't like it. So first of all, they paired me with this white girl that was Polish that was just nasty as hell and I just couldn't get with it. And then the second semester, I ended up making friends with a girl down the hall and I moved mm-hmm. in with her. Oh, that's perfect. Um, but then when they're your friend or whatever, they think they can take all your shit. So oh, it's just like living no. with a stranger was not my thing. And then living with somebody that's cool <laughs> wasn't my thing. And it also, cool. it was fashion merchandising mm-hmm. that they had. They didn't have fashion design. So when I was like, no, I really want to be a designer. Like, not really want to be in business yeah. as much. I'm like, this ain't for me. So I did my little one year, yeah. transferred my credits, and I went to a pre- art school after that. Ooh. Yeah. Because I was like, no, I'm just saying, I just wanted to do that dorm experience. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the college experience. And then I was like, okay. I, just, I was itching for it so bad. Just, I even was, I was doing little programs through high school that was supposed to be preparing me for the dorming experience. <laughs> Girl, I still did not end up dorming. I still ended up at your college. Girl. Down in Jamaica, Queens. <laughs> Where you have to stay home and go to school. I understand. Made the best out of it. Did a lot of like programs and stuff like that in school. Like clubs, you know, all that fun Mm -hmm. stuff. Just to like make it fun for yourself and make it feel like you're dorming even though you're not dorming. Like be in school as much as you can just so you can feel like you're living there, you know? Mm -hmm. Of course I dropped my phone. Mm. That works. So, um, so yeah, so did that or whatever I ended up working in nonprofit after college because during college I was a part of like a nonprofit program okay so it was just an easy transition did nonprofit um, worked as a program director at a nonprofit like shortly after that also and then I was just itching for creativity oh this is not this is not what the Lord put me on this earth for I need fashion I need my fashion give me the pieces I need to be surrounded with style. being a doctor a director to an intern but that was me you had to try to do girl so i interned at a fashion um fashion pr firm oh my gosh i love them till this day they're very very kind people mm-hmm. um seemingly <laughs> seemingly because i really don't know how people are when you truly work with them like you know when you're actually under because i i when i interned i worked for free people don't really do that anymore nowadays this mm-hmm. was like that this was like yeah, nowadays you gotta. They have to get paid because, or they have to get college credit. I got burned like that one time too. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, you told me. Yeah, this was like eight years ago. Yeah, now you got it. Like they're not this getting college credit. Yeah, they're not getting college credit. They need to get minimum wage. It's one or the other, but ain't no in between. Right, right. And mm-hmm. I do think people deserve that, right? I don't yeah, think you work for yeah. just for free. Yeah, I um, agree. Like I did. <laughs> don't do that. So um, basically, did that. That was a lot of fun, but they didn't have any openings to hire me. So I was like, oh man, I gotta get back on the grind. <laughs> and I was studying at FIT also for a little mm-hmm. bit because I was like, oh, I'm itching for more fashion. <laughs> drug. I mean, oh. Some it, people do crack, I do said, fashion. She said fashion. So, <laughs> so basically, um, I did a little, I studied CAD fashion art and design at FIT. That was a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. That literally fed my soul. I can't even like describe what I love about FIT. You're a professor at FIT. Yes, I am. (laughs) Okay. What I love about FIT is that the people, the professors there are currently or previously have worked in the industry. Absolutely. So they They won't hire you if you had it. Honey. They are hands-on. When I say I was adopting my professors as, like, uncles, like, hey, you're my uncle now. I love you, and you're cool, and, mm-hmm. like, you're going to show me everything. Absolutely. So um, I I just, I love them there, and their events are very intentional. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I don't know if it's because I came from Europe where things were just very, just do things for a checklist, you know, when you mm-hmm. just do it just to check the box. Yeah. Like, FIT is very much like, no, we're bringing so-and-so public figure here to meet with you all 
and give you guys the game so you can learn from this and apply it Absolutely. to your own career. Absolutely. Your, not to compare, but like I was in awe of FIT right. because what I got there from a certificate program, I did not get from York in a bachelor's degree Great program. program. So that's why I was just like, wow, I'm getting the value yeah. is higher and yeah. the certificate is not at the same level. Yeah, it's not. Me? And I feel like different schools offer different things. Like FIT is very much so the, the networking and like having the right contact is what's going to get you far. Whereas yeah. like if you're in other career fields and maybe you're specializing in other ones or whatever, you need more of the education. Like you said, the box checking, like you got to have this, you got to have that. Whereas in fashion and in the creative space, it's sometimes about not what you know, but who you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But also with the box checking at like the non-creative schools, it's very, even the activities are box checking. It's not mm. even just like, oh, what you're doing for your major, check the box. But it's also like the fun activities that's supposed to like drive you out and give you like a break from all your studying and all that jazz. It's, it's not, boring as hell. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like, I'm joining it to make it fun for myself. Right. You know, so it's it's just box checking as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, did that or whatever. Um, FIT was literally, it's one of my favorite experiences in my life. And I just, like, I would probably go back there just, just to study something else for fun. Like, a whole different thing. Just because, like, I just love the atmosphere and the environment. Like, you can never stop learning. There was a lady I met who... Um, she was one of the editor at large at um, Essence Mag, oh, nice. old enough to be our parents. Okay. And she studies on and off at FIT like yeah. over the I'm, years, and like, she says she never wants to stop. Mind yeah. you, she's decades into her field, mm -hmm. killing it at a top level into her. And she's still field, educating. And she's still educating. Yeah. She's like, you should never stop educating. I agree. Yourself. I'm like that too. I literally just applied for the global fashion management masters at FIT. Really? Yeah, because I want to spend it, when you get the global fashion management master, yeah. first of all, they're going to pay me more money. Because oh, I got come on now, come on school. points. We okay. love a little coin. Not only that, we get to spend uh, a week in Paris, we spend a week in Mexico, and we spend a week in Hong Kong because those are the three main supply chain places. Okay, what? And the school is going to pay, like I, when I originally applied for it, this is yeah. my second time applying for it, I didn't get in the first time. Ooh, but when I originally applied, I wasn't, a, I wasn't a teacher though. Now I'm a teacher. You see. And I think at the time I was upset about it, but I'm like, everything is in due time because now I'm not going to pay what that tuition is as mm. a teacher. So now I'm going to get it for like half the you price. You see, God. You see. Oh my gosh. Right. Sometimes it's not a delay. It's just he's preparing you to exactly. get it at a better so level. So instead of being more in debt amazing. with these student loans, Ooh. now you finna almost damn to get it for free. Ooh. And make more money because the school going to pay you more. Once you have a degree. Girl, I was like, in due time. Oh, God, it's so good. Isn't Ain't that a testimony? Won't you do it all the time? So Amen. I'm waiting to hear back. Hopefully I get in. <laughs> wow. No, but if not, I still work there. If I don't get in this year, I, I'm going to apply again next year. Girl. I'm going to keep applying so they let me have Why not? Me. You're right. here anyway, so do it. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And we don't have to pay the application fees no more. So I'm thinking I'm about to have to pay the application fee again. But since I am a teacher, I'm a faculty member, yeah. I don't have to pay the application fee. So I apply every year until I get in. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to keep applying. Keep applying. So they say yes. So they say yes. <laughs> Clearly. Um, and then I got into marketing after that. Okay. Yeah. And um, I've worked for various companies. I started working for really small companies. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, um, so I didn't like how I was treated. You treat me terrible. I was a bunch of Girl, I talk shit about them. Is that like you like, never existed? I tell it to be like, well, I don't like. I don't like this person. I don't <laughs> like this. I don't say person. I'll just say particular ah. the the management at the time at this particular corporation. Ah. They may not be there. You know, I mean, it may, it oh may not be gosh. the corporation's fault. But mm. uh, this particular time, I ain't like that person. Oh my gosh, I was so hungry for fashion. I even once worked for a um, modeling agency. Oh nice. That was. Uh, <laughs> 
Yo. <laughs> it was. <laughs> She's like, nah, that wasn't. Girl, it. <laughs> I was happy. Like, no, I feel you. I was so unhappy working there, but I was like, you know, I'm just doing what I gotta do to get out, to get out, to like get off this job and get into another. <laughs> I just gotta work in fashion. Right? I need fashion. <laughs> You're just so thirsty for it. You just—I need—I was hungry for fashion. You couldn't even help yourself. Fashion. That's why it's hilarious. So like, yeah, unhappy at a job in the industry, and you're just like, well, I'm in fashion. That's so all that do matters. It. Yeah, like, I think that we be so happy sometimes to like be in the room that will accept a lot of different things. I feel like Ooh. just like throughout my career. Not I definitely, anymore. I know, not no more. Career, early in my career, anymore. I accepted a lot of different things that Ooh. was not okay. When I look back on it, I was like, Same. damn. Like, they got you good. Ooh. Like, I think I was like, damn, you got got, girl. Because I think about the amount I was getting paid versus the hours Ooh, girl. I was working. And I was like, oh, you got got, girl. Oh, girl. Welcome to New York. Like, Ooh. that's literally how I felt. I was just like, damn. No, it's not a New York thing because New York is a us hustlers. Mm -hmm. So it's not you because I believe the other states make way less than New Yorkers. Yeah. <laughs> But so, in Chicago, I felt okay. In my, I was I was in retail management mm -hmm. a lot or whatever, but I made a nice amount. But when I got here, mm -hmm. I feel like I took a, like a somewhat of a pay cut because I came mm. from retail and I was going into corporate. And when I got here, I was in a master's program too at LIM. That was some bullshit too, by the way. Like some schools are just not it. You I didn't did, like LIM? No, I did not. And I used to have a friend who liked LIM so mm -mm. much. He Undergrad like, and master's. He was like, I'm going there over FIT. Da -da -da. Undergrad and master's. When I went there, I went there for their graduate program, for their master's program. He was there for the undergrad. Undergrad might be better. So for me, okay. when I got in that master's program, yeah. when I tell you every every project, every assignment, every book that we did in that master's program yeah. was shit I did in undergrad. I literally wow. was copying and pasting and just changing wow. the day and resubmitting. You not, learned nothing. Not a damn thing. Wow. Nothing. Can't, I don't think, I didn't. not nothing. Literally same project, same book, Parsons? same everything. Anything with Parsons? I don't think I have. No, okay. I have. I, I applied for a position there, like as an adjunct professor or whatever. Okay. But I mean, if I teach, just end up being the one. But I, I applied for everybody who had like an adjunct pool. But mm -hmm. no, and I was going at the time. I was like, "Fuck New York! <laughs> I'm moving to Atlanta. I'm going to Scat. <laughs> Where the rent is cheaper, right? And the houses are bigger, right? And my mentor from high school told me I she thought I was giving up on New York too fast. She was like, "Lenise, you giving up too fast? Like I know it's 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 different, you know? It's yeah. a curve, like it's, it's definitely a, a learning curve, like, but." She told me, that's us. I said, it's always about who you know. Yeah. She told me to go talk to her cousin. She's like, go talk mm. to my cousin. My cousin works in fashion. And I'm just like, everybody works in fashion. I want to talk to your cousin. I'm ready to go. Everybody think they're Write me this fashion. recommendation letter, girl. Like, <laughs> that's really what I wanted. I'm like, yeah. just write this recommendation letter. And she's like, no, go talk to my cousin. I went to talk to her cousin. This was a black man from mm -hmm. Chicago mm -hmm. who had his own spot in the garment district. He had a handbag and outerwear company, and he sold to and Burlington. And we know the garment district is expensive. They're it's expensive. expensive. He yeah. sold to Burlington. He sold Come to on. Macy's. He Come sold on. to Ross. Come on. Look, I was just like, he's like, I can't afford you, but I want to help you out. So you're going to work here for about six months or whatever, and I'm going to pay God. you. And then we're going to put on your resume. You've been working here for three years just so you get your foot. Look at God! Trip. Hooked me up, still my mentor to this day. To this day, that's my homie. He hooked me up because he had a small business, so I got a chance to do everything. I did product development, I did mm. design, I did production, I did EDI, I did sales, I ran the showroom. Mm. He was really never there once he hired me. That I was, was the so ones good. I was there, so Ooh. it worked out because I learned how to do every aspect of the business, the merchandising, mm. everything. Even girl, I was in there doing accounts receivable and accounts payable. I was collecting <laughs> checks and calling people to pay us. I was calling Hope Look, like, where's our money he at? Was like, I'm learning every department. Yes, Burlington, where's the check at? Because we already <laughs> shipped the goods, Burlington. Where's the money, Burlington? <laughs> Well, y'all sitting in the money, okay? 
Oh, right. See, and I was like, girl, yeah, won't he it. do it? God God. Won't do it. Yeah, right. God really looks so, out for real. So from a market, like once you like transition over mm-hmm. into marketing and mm-hmm. stuff like that and you were able to look back into fashion or whatever, what are some, I ain't going to say mistakes, but like what are some of the things that you see the designers were doing that they could, could be doing better, like emerging designers? Okay, because the top designers are already, they have the budget. Yeah, they got it. Ladies. But like a smaller designer, smaller where designers. could, where's, what areas do you feel like they could maybe thrive more from a marketing standpoint? Um, I think learning their, well, developing a target customer. Okay. Don't just throw things out there and say, hey, it's for everybody. Just shop, just buy. <laughs> I just want to make a sale. No, like, I, of course you want to make a sale. You need the money, right? Right. But, um, develop a customer, like some people call it avatar. Some people call it different things, but just knowing who your customer is where does she or he shop where does okay. she or he work you know and what does she or he like to do on her free time or his free time i love that and then cater to that person gotcha i think emerging designers don't think to do that because they're just trying to like the funds are so little I just you gonna so you, you gonna know? love my cu- my customers because part of that program yeah. they gotta write a story from the time they customer wake now. up to the time they customer go to sleep because you need to be able to satisfy a lot of her needs if yes. you're going to be a lifestyle brand, right? Uh, you need to so, fit into her life. Exactly. And, and where she shop. Yeah. Yet. In the store, you better put, like, her brands and different things. What she using for perfume? What she putting on? Yes. Like, you got to be so descriptive. Yes. I make them do it. And they always get stuck. I'm like, I don't care. From she wake up to when she Come go on. to sleep. And when, after you do that, then we'll move on. And can she afford your prices? Exactly. A woman that's living in whatever that lifestyle is that you create, that's your avatar or whatever, mm-hmm. your target customer. Can she afford the prices or your or, or your prices too low? Because maybe right. the prices are also too low to where she overlooks your exactly. pieces. And she's like, it's not a great, yeah. you know, maybe People look great. at stuff and be like, that's too cheap and yeah. will not buy it. Somebody I told me, trust it. Somebody yeah. told me that about my services one time, that they were too low. Like, I was just like, really? and I, I learned it. Actually, it was Brandis Daniel from Harlem Fashion Row. Me, well, when Brandis did that first designer retreat, she's such a nice. Yeah, woman. well, we I did met that, her like one time, and yeah. she's the sweetest. We did that first designer retreat, um, okay. and I literally I sucked because I was working a lot, so I had a yeah. job at the time, but I also was running my company, like it was mm. like my side hustle. So yeah. I was in and out another time, just so coincidentally that week, I made a dress for Shanice. Flex Alexander's wife, I love your smile. So I had ran to Times Square to do her fitness, so I yeah. kept leaving the retreat. Right. So I came back in when we were, I think we were at Nike and Brandis was standing by the door. Yeah. And she was just like, you keep coming in and out. I'm like, girl, I got a lot going on. Da, da, da. And then um, I ended up showing her like one of my little, like little, I think, I guess it's like my business card that has like yeah. all my information on there yeah. or whatever. And she was just like, we should talk after this. So retreat ended, we ended up having dinner um, mm-hmm. at a hotel in Soho. And she's like, I think you have, you're sitting on a gold mine. And mm. what I am going to tell you is that you're going to quit your job in six months. She ain't mm. never lied, though, tell you that. Mm. So that happened in the summertime. I end up Come losing. Come on, prophesy. Yeah. She did. She prophesied. But she also looked at my thing. She was like, this is too cheap, though. She was mm. just like, I would never, you know, trust that. And I got powder making on that, sample making. And like she works with a lot of brands. So she like, you know, but you're not charging enough. And you were sitting on a gold mine, and you're not charging enough. Mm. And I was like, okay. And then she kind of gave yes, I did. She gave me. We had I was that. gonna say I know some of your rates. Yeah, and yeah. They not, up there now. They're not two cents. <laughs> oh, I learned a lot. <laughs> but back then, girl, I was even my consultations back then. My consultations was thirty dollars. No. Now my consultations are three hundred and fifty dollars. Come on. But back then, I didn't know no better. It was my side hustle, you know. I wasn't. I didn't know, but she really did. And she gave me like my first like 
set of clients and stuff like that. Like she yeah. was sending them like clockwork, like mm. work with this person, work with this person, work with this person. So I can credit a lot to like my beginning success to her. Mm. Yeah, that's why I always make sure I go to her events and I support her events and stuff like that because she oh, really did put me in that, in that space and really like spoke life into me. Mm-hmm. Like when I didn't know what I went, because I went to design a retreat thinking that I was going to still design. I was trying to get my inspiration back. Right. And I'm just like, I want to design. And she told me that too. She's like, yeah, I want to design one of these. She said, you want to help people. You mm. want to be a teacher. And that's okay. Mm. If you want to design, do it whenever you feel like it, when you feel like the creative juice, but don't put so much pressure on yourself. She said, that's not your passion. Your passion is clearly teaching. Your mm. passion is clearly this. I was just like, but I started as a dentist. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you started. What you like okay. and what I see from you and the way you speak, mm. you speaking about helping others. You speaking about production. Come I was on. just like, all right, sis, you right. <laughs> Why you have to be right though? You have to be right though. <laughs> I don't want to design. <laughs> you right, I don't want to design. Shit, I'm lazy. Oh I'm a lazy designer. I say I'm a lazy designer. I am a lazy designer. I am a simple person. Like I do oh not gosh. be doing too much. I'm like, I'm a set girl. Give me a jumpsuit. But like, I'm yeah. not like, I like to create. Yeah. I'm a creator. I like bringing something. I like looking at something and knowing that I can make it. And that's stop my ass from shopping too. Because I mm-hmm. see some shit and I'm like, I can make that. I ain't going to make it. But the All fact right. that I know that I can. Stops me I know how to pattern make. <laughs> right. I can make that. I I'm can not... source the fabrics. Right. And I ain't never going to make shit. But I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> very rarely make stuff for myself. Oh my but I know how. And it stops me from shopping. But sometimes you need somebody else to like speak life into mm-hmm. you. Like you to really know, like, you know what? This is your call and this is not your call. I'm like, mm-hmm. it took her telling me like, girl, give it up. <laughs> like the whole design thing, focus on that. And when I focused mm-hmm. in on LC, that's what it, 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 flourished. it, it flourished. It did. And I'm my cup runneth over. That Come was, on, cup runneth. Come on, Lord. That was the year her first designer retreat. That was five years ago. Wow. 2018. Yeah. You know what emerging designers also struggle with, in my opinion? Like developing a true and thorough content schedule or a true and thorough um, marketing schedule and a marketing strategy. Okay. I don't feel like they truly hone in on that. I think they'll say, yeah, they want to do something um, for a specific time, but I don't think they stick to the strategy and really flesh out every part of what that strategy would be and really, like, go full throttle with it. Gotcha. You know? Or, like, like at least plan for, like, a month of content, like, for the next two months is what we're doing. And, and like, lay it all out. That. I don't feel like they do that. I feel like they would just plan for, okay, let's just let's just post something today or this week, and it doesn't. And it's, that's not right. and it's not and package. it's not telling the whole story and like staying not. consistent within the brand strategy. No. Yeah, I think that with marketing, that is they literally just I think it's an afterthought. The main mm. thought is the product. It is, and I be trying to like I swear like I try to sway them. That's why I know this partnership is gonna be great because I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, because I talked to a, a customer today and I was like, yeah. well, okay, you did your photo shoot and you posted your pictures. So what's your sales strategy? What's your marketing strategy? She was like, um, I'm posting my pictures. That's the strategy. And I was just like, well, because <laughs> she didn't know what to do for production. Yeah. Like how many units? I'm like, you're never going to know what to do for production if you don't have a sales strategy. Mm-hmm. You should have developed that before you even posted those pictures because then you would actually have an idea of what type of units and the amount of units to do for certain styles. You literally just pushed everything out. You could have did a particular product at a time. I was going to say, why didn't she do a little by little? She's like, See, I, but I told her that. To I told her that afterwards. She's like, oh, instead of showing everything, yeah, duh, because now your content gonna get stale because people look at the same shit over and over again, sis. But yeah, but this, yeah, I think it's go. This is gonna be yeah. great. Or do like small little collections of like four, four. four right, like doing small. But she yeah, just literally just push push everything out, and now Aww. you know. But I'm just like, it's okay, you know. Yeah. But 
we'll we'll do like some type of like workshop or something like yeah. that to like even just like kind of draw them in and then and that way they you know something new right also. and then that way they can you know know how to like utilize your services too but mm-hmm. i'm like we might need to do like a little like yeah like a little workshop like a little talk of like okay mm-hmm. this is like there's 10 mistakes that designers make when they don't think about marketing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then you That'd just will them on in, Because they know they're going to need you anyway, okay? <laughs> All right. So before we wrap up, mm-hmm. I want to, to give me your, my segment is called It's a it's a Muse. Yes, girl. You know, I was watching the podcast, yeah. so I know I'm this like, part. It's mm-hmm. a Muse. So give me a mantra, mm. a quote, mm. a prayer, anything mm. like that, mm. that keeps you pushing through. Um, that you want to show another creative. It's on. The mic is on. <laughs> I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come on, amen. That is, girl, when I said that got me through this year, <laughs> I can do all things through girl, Christ who, who strengthens me. I told you it all my little, so my place. I'm like, this, you know, this year was, this year was very challenging. Girl. It's coming down to an end, but I'm Ooh. like, you know what? And what I've been saying a lot is, yeah. you can't live in faith and live in fear at the same no. time. No, no. Like, you got to surrender. You know, exactly. and I feel like I'd be worrying and I'd be, I'm pretty sure I'd be, sh- and I try not to sh- be stressing my team out. And yeah. I'm just like, take a breath. Because this morning I almost snapped about, mm-hmm. I almost snapped. And I literally had to be like, Lenise, first of all, calm down. I prayed. Mm-hmm. I sat there and I prayed. I'm like, you know what? I know you got me. I know you got me. So I'm just going to shut up. And to and have sit faith in, in God mm-hmm. is like, knowing you got that me. everything is going to right. work out. Therefore, there's no need for fear. Exactly. Because you believe he got you. He got me. I yeah. literally, I was like, you know what? I'm over here stressing. I, I just looked up. I'm like, I know I'm over here stressing. Yeah. But I know you got me. So let me calm my, let me calm yeah. my butt down. Yeah. Take a breath. Yeah. Everything on me. All right. God is always in control. Oh, that's right. I love that. And God's plan is always better than our plan. We always. think we know it all and we plan everything to a T. God be like, no, I got something better for you. Right. Just and when you, you think thought. your world is upside down. Like, I thought like, my world was upside down. <laughs> <laughs> what, child? But God was like, I got something better for you. Right. I hear that. And it's just, it's beautiful. Like, yeah. God, oh, God. I feel like he do that every time. It's like a turning point. Like, for me, when I, when I was going into 30, yeah. When I was 29, it was just a lot of just jacked up stuff, like bad breakup, like, mm. you know, losing my job, all type of stuff. And mm. this is the same thing that just happened. I'm about to be 35 in January. Oh, come on Same now. thing. Bad breakup. Business was hard. A lot of crazy things going on. I'm mm. like, you know what? It's that new chapter rolling around again. It's wow. that five years or whatever. Because 30, and then my 30 was perfect. 30, 31, 32, mm. 33 was perfect. 34 has been fucking hell. But I'm like, I'm getting prepared for something better. And 35 is going to be it. I'm going on a solo vacation. And 35 is going to be better than 34. And I'm leaving one, one, I'm leaving 30 days from today. I'm leaving on January 1st. And I'm going to Curacao for a week for my solo Mm. vacation. I'm going to take it all in. And then for the month of December, I'm doing a dry December, which I did when I first turned 30. No Mm. alcohol, no nothing. Just literally fasting and stuff. Abs. Two packs. Six packs. Abs, 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 watch. I'm telling you, when, right, you, when you cut out liquor, you definitely do. Well, mm-hmm. well, thank you so much for joining oh, me. We're gonna we gonna get us another little thing going oh, girl, on. Oh, girl, we gonna do stuff. And it's do some stuff so in the new fun. year, especially during Fashion Week. I got a couple Ooh. ideas that I want to do, like workshops and stuff like Ooh, that, fine. because a lot of people come in town. Mm-hmm. We got it. But as I oh, always say, so people, fun. stay black. Peace out. Bye. See, isn't that easy?